What's going on, you beautiful human? You're listening to the Spiritual Show podcast from thespiritualroom.co. This podcast is a space where we blend ancient wisdom with new age teachings around spirituality, awakening, quantum physics, astrology, and more. Join us for weekly episodes where we dive deep into this truth and expand our consciousness as a collective. Hey, what's going on, you beautiful light being? My name is Danielle Grant, and I'll be your guide on today's spiritual show. Today on our show, we are going to be discussing how the spiritual journey can feel really lonely, and no matter what stage you're in, if you're a beginner to spirituality or you're a seasoned soul, this journey at times can feel so isolated and lonely. So much so that you can feel like nobody even sees who you really are. The good news, though, is that times are changing, and so is this conversation around spirituality, but that doesn't mean that you don't feel alone. I'm excited to share today's episode with you because this podcast flowed after a dinner party where the conversation was very different than what would have been 30 years ago, five years ago, heck, even two years ago, this conversation wouldn't have been as commonplace. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to support the podcast or you think that someone needs to hear today's episode, please share it with them, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review as that lets people know that one, this is a podcast they should listen to, and two, that this is the place they should be in. Let's go ahead and roll into today's episode. This podcast is brought to you by The Spiritual Room. The Spiritual Room is a high vibe container helping you awaken, deepen, and expand your knowledge of the spiritual self. The Spiritual Room is your space to feel supported as you awaken to your highest self as we navigate the energies towards the new earth, an earth of higher consciousness. Every month, The Spiritual Room hosts free and paid offerings to support your spiritual awakening and ascension journey. Head to www.thespiritualroom.co to check out what they have going on this month. Really quick before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to clarify something as we're launching this podcast and this is the beginning of it. We had originally decided we were going to release an episode every Tuesday and Thursday, but we have decided that we don't want to do that. It just doesn't align. And so we're going to be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday. And then we're going to be releasing our YouTube video on the spiritual room, which is not the spiritual show podcast every single Tuesday or sorry, Thursday every single Thursday. So just wanted to clarify that if you've been listening to the episode and you think we're releasing two episodes a week, we have transitioned into it just being on Tuesdays. This past weekend, I was at a dinner party, which honestly sounds like such a foreign thing because so much of our lives for the last little bit have been without engaging with humans. But recently I went to a beautiful dinner party with an amazing group of humans And I knew half of them and I didn't know half of them. I was just meeting some of these new individuals. But something happened at this dinner party that one doesn't shock me because that's how the universe works, but really allowed me to have more awareness on where the world is right now. And as someone who is in the spiritual world and is a spiritual teacher and has been on this journey for a while, I obviously can tell that there is a spiritual awakening going on in not only myself, but in the world. And I can I can see it and I facilitate it. But what I haven't really been doing over the last little while, one, because I have been turning inwards myself as we've been shifting, but also a lot of the world for the last two years has been inwards, is I haven't really been around a lot of other people, as I'm sure you haven't either because of the situation that we've been in globally. But I went to this dinner party and the most magical thing happened. And that was that the conversation, 70 to 80, 90 percent of the conversations I was finding myself in were spiritual based. And I don't know about you, but like this is not uh, this is not normal, so to speak. And I'm bringing that up because this podcast is all about feeling really lonely on the spiritual journey. And I'm I'm saying that because I was at this dinner party, 
And what I found the most consistent conversation to be was people don't hear me is I'm really alone. People think I'm woo woo. Yeah, my friends are having a hard time getting around this. My son will never see me for who I really am. And I thought to myself, one, what a bizarre situation to be in that 30 years ago, five years ago, even, I don't even know that this conversation would ever be really prevalent at a dinner party that just goes to show you the time and the awakening that we're in. But also just how many people, regardless of this awakening was happening individually, were still feeling extremely isolated and extremely lonely. And so for me, it was like a big magical moment because I was like, one, yes, the world is waking up because this is now the predominant conversation at a dinner party, which is a group of all different individuals. And two, the constant reiteration of I'm feeling lonely, which is for me really important because I am someone who contributes to the spiritual room and I'm a spiritual teacher and I'm a spiritual guide. And so it's really important that I help people navigate this journey. And I myself have felt really lonely and isolated and not seen as well. And to know that other people are in that same boat is actually really powerful for me because it's like now is the time for you to really double down on contributing this information and helping people navigate this stuff. And that's exactly what I'm doing. That's what we're doing here on the podcast. But I want to dive into I'm going to finish today's podcast by giving you some really powerful reflection questions that you can ask, especially if you're feeling alone or isolated or misunderstood in your spiritual journey. I'm going to get to that at the end here. But I want to dive into a couple of the conversations that I did have, because I think that you might be able to find yourself in one of them or all of them even. So the first one was I actually engaged with a lady who had been a a in she's a yoga teacher and she's a massage therapist, but her traditional background is very spiritual. And a lot of her massage work that she does is the energetic and, and cranium. And it's very rooted in spiritualness. And she's been doing this for a very long time. I'm t- I think it's like something like 20, 30 years, but I was engaging with this really beautiful woman, a beautiful soul who's been on this journey for a long time. And all I could hear her saying was, my family doesn't see me. My son will never understand me. People think I'm crazy. And I, one, had to take a step back because one, I have to remind myself is you have to remind yourself no matter where you are on the spiritual journey, we are still human after all. And our human has these feelings and emotions. And you have this beautiful lady who's been in uh, spiritually awakened for decades and she still to this day feels very alone. But further to that, she still felt paralyzed to share this information with the world. She had such healthy and strong conversation about the spiritual aspect and the spiritual soul and everything that she's learned from some deep rooted Indian wisdom. But she was so afraid to share it because we she lived within this mindset in her human, in her ego that I'm not seen and my son will never get it. And people just don't see me for who I am and they don't understand it. And they think that this is woo woo. And that very thing is holding her back from getting this information out to more and more people that need it. But it doesn't matter what level you're at. Ultimately is my reflection from this. You are constantly bound to this ego mindset and this human aspect of you that that does not believe in all this. It doesn't live within this world. Granted, it is an, an actual energetic aspect and it is consciousness. Your, by the way, your ego is an aspect of your consciousness, but it's not for, it's not used to this. It's not for, used to these kind of behaviors. And so 
when you aren't seen as a human, your ego immediately feels like you're a failure or that no one gets you or that you're crazy and that you need to revert inwards. That's what the ego does. And so through this, this conversation I have with this individual, it was a really good example of seeing the ego retreat, seeing someone who had so much information and this was her jam. This was what she knows to be true in the world needs her information go inwards because she felt really alone and she felt like no one was seeing her. Well, that wasn't the case. Actually, it was her ego that was doing that. And I share that because as someone who's a seasoned person, spirituality, listening to this, you might be like, that's me. I've been doing this or I've been awake and I've been into this and awareness wise for a long time. And people still don't get it. People still don't see me. It's actually not that they don't see or that they, they don't get it. It's just that their personal journey isn't allowing them to see it. And that has nothing to do with you. But deeper to that, it's up to you, the person having that experience, to take a step back and ask myself, well, why am I feeling that way? And it's an ego belief. It's a, it's a limitation. It's in our belief system that we hold to be true. And so that was one of the conversations that right away reminded me, no matter where you're at at the journey, you can feel very alone and isolated, but ultimately that is actually your ego. And that's meaning you need to look at your belief system around what people around you actually think. Because in that room, every single person other than maybe 10% were actually having spiritual conversations and they were engaging in healthy dialogue around spirituality. And so we were in this room where she was extremely seen and extremely heard and she had the most beautiful conversation, but it was because she was in a room where her ego felt seen and heard. And so she was able to release and to relax and to allow the fullness of her to show up. And that might be you, the person listening to this. I've oftentimes found myself in that place, but I've also looked at my ego mindset and I've had to correct my ego mindset and introduce a new belief system to my ego that I am seen. I am heard and people do want this information. People don't think I'm crazy. So that was the first big thing that I was like, wow, this is really big and I want to share it on the podcast. The second conversation that I found myself in was one that from my own perspective, I should not have judged. However, I allowed my ego to judge. I'm human after all. And what happened was there was a more mature woman who as well is into yoga and spirituality and, and meditation and just overall that kind of lifestyle. And I, in my mind, when I first knew about this individual, I knew who she was. I knew about her background. I felt really internally threatened. My ego felt threatened. Like, oh, I probably don't know as much as her or how can I help her or, I better be careful what I say and all these limitations and negative things. And I found myself doing that. But then the most beautiful thing happened because that's the universe and the universe is just so beautiful. If you open up to it, this individual, this woman tells me that she listened to a podcast episode that she heard me on and it was talking about spiritual stuff. And she said, I really resonated with a lot of what you talked about. And in that moment, I was like, oh, there goes my judgment of me thinking that I'm not as good as this person or that I have nothing to share or that I can't be seen as someone of value for this individual. Immediately that belief system went away and I was like, okay. And then she went on to tell me that she's listened to some of my meditations. And it was an interesting moment for me because I kind of realized more of myself where I was like, okay, you were holding back because you thought this person was above you. But again, that's the ego and she's not. And now here you are. And this woman is saying she's inspired by your work. And that opened up the dialogue. So that in itself was like absolutely beautiful. I share that with you because you might also be in that place. But that opened up the conversation, the dialogue to go into this beautiful avenue of meditation and how meditation is so grounding and how it's really allowed her to transcend herself. And she continues to use it as a tool to improve her life, not only for her personally, but in her relationships. 
And we went on to this really healthy conversation around meditation and it expanded into this place of meditation. What we traditionally know to be true about meditation and the previous wisdom that we've received is like the greatest foundation we can ever have around meditation. But as consciousness as rises and as the collective rises in consciousness, meditation actually expands and changes. And now we have different people that are bringing other aspects of meditation in. We have Abraham Hicks, we have Deepak, we have Buddha, we have Mind Valley that produces a lot of programs. We have all these different kinds of meditations out there now. And it, it brought this conversation about of meditation has expanded. And as it has expanded, there's the foundational aspect of meditation, but then there's the expanded conscious aspect of meditation. And to her, she was curious about that because she was kind of rooted in just the foundational side of meditation, allowing that space to realize the thoughts really into the breath, allowing a space for silence, getting comfortable with that. But she was really curious about how can I use meditation to move into healing some of my relationships? How can I use meditation to have better relationships with my grandkids? How can I use meditation to really be comfortable with myself and just to continue to grow as a spiritual being? And that conversation for me was, again, really amazing because meditation is is game changer. And if there's one thing that you can do in your life that I've personally learned is meditation. And it's not because you close, you sit down, you close your eyes and blah, blah, blah. It's because it actually allows you to meet the aspect of you that you cannot otherwise meet. Okay. Meditation allows you to meet the aspect of you that you cannot otherwise meet. And this idea that meditation is expanded and there's an expanded idea of meditation as we move through higher levels of consciousness means that there's so many different ways we should be looking at meditation. We should be looking at it as a really predominant tool in our life to not only get grounding and peace and to help us de-stress, but to really navigate some of the, the hard things in life or to really call in the things that we want. And so I, again, was so blown away that I just come from one conversation with this profound spiritual being about how she felt isolated and alone and not seen to this other conversation of this individual who wanted to look at a more expanded version of meditation and wanted to use it in other aspects of her life. And it was just it was just so like, I don't know about you, but like, do you find yourself in those situations in 2021 where it's predominantly spiritual conversations, if you do, like, yes, like those are your people. If you haven't, don't worry. You're going to find those people. You're going to find yourself in more of those situations. But it was just a really cool thing to witness. And it was interesting from that perspective to see someone who had been in meditation for a long time become more curious now to look into something else. But the irony in that for me is that that conversation might not have uh, have come from that individual if I didn't get on that podcast, if I didn't start putting out meditations. And so that goes back to me feeling like I, I actually am seen, I am not lonely, and I am, am heard. And when my information does get out there, it appeals to people, which brings the healthier conversation back, allowing me to help someone expand even further, which for me is like a huge win. And I don't know what your journey looks like, but we're always looking for the universe to give us that, not necessarily validation, but that sign that, yeah, you're going the right way. Or yeah, that thing you were afraid to do where you felt really alone, you felt like you weren't sure and you were scared to talk about it. That thing is actually resonating and it's helping people. And so that's really cool. And then the last conversation I found myself in was one that was rooted in relationships and one that was rooted in a spouse and feeling like this individual wasn't sure if their partner 
was on the same page as them? And how do they navigate a spiritual awakening or spiritual journey if their partner, their spouse isn't there? And this is one that I think is really common for people. And especially even in your friendships, even, or even your family, right? It doesn't matter if, if our family members and our friends or our partners or our spouses aren't on this journey with us or, or, or we perceive that they're not on it with us. It can cause a lot of misalignment as between the two humans, because you have one human who's growing and is seeing beyond the ego and the other one who's actually stuck within the ego jail, which is fine. It's no fault to them, but that's just where they're, where they're at. And again, I found myself coming back to this conversation of you're, you're not alone. And, and she was sharing about how, well, I feel like I'm alone and my partner doesn't resonate with this and I'm by myself and I'm just not, I'm just not sure. And it's like, when you're at that place and you're not sure if your spouse or your family or your friends are like on board and, and like they get it, you need to just surrender to that because they're not ready to get it if they're not getting it. And that's not up to you. That's like their own divine path as to when they awaken to it. What your job is, is to disconnect from that, is to detach from that desire that they need to validate you or that they need to see you or that they need to be on your page. And when you surrender to that, well, one, no, it doesn't matter anymore that they don't what they say to you because you're surrendered to the idea that they're on their own journey and you're on your own journey. And that's cool. And why hold any resentment or hate towards that or whatever or misalignment? But also the other side to that is when you do that, you start stepping more into your power and your truth and your grounding. And that on a frequency and vibration level will actually start to impact the people around you and they won't even know what's going on. And they might feel all of a sudden more inclined to look at something, you know, in the closet, so to speak, because they don't want you to know because they're all of a sudden curious about it. But that happened because you stood in your grounding, you stood in your truth, you stood in your soul And you chose to stand there and you chose to grow and evolve and see it for what it is, which is actually impacting everyone around you. So as much as we can feel like we need our partners to see us or we need our family and friends to see us and it can feel really uncomfortable and alone, you also need to remember that you're not alone. And I think this is the most important thing I can get across today, because when you dive deeper into the spiritual understanding, we're all connected. Every single one of us is made of the same energy, God, source, universe, whatever it is that you want to call it. And when we feel alone, we don't feel alone. It's actually, like I said, our ego that feels alone because it doesn't live in the reality of consciousness, so to speak. And so as soon as it moves into this world that it hasn't been in for eons, the human has not been in this conscious state for like thousands of years, it doesn't know how to be in it. So it immediately feels like you're alone and you're isolated and no one gets you. But in fact, the complete opposite is happening. You're so connected to everyone that is spiritually awakened There's so much available resources online that you can just tap into them and watch this podcast. For instance, you're tapped into the connectiveness and the understanding of spirituality. So me right now on this podcast and you listening to this is helping your ego understand that this is a more commonplace conversation because we're introducing it to your reality. Of course, your ego is going to kick and scream and whatever, but this is doing that right now. So you're never alone. And when you settle into that, especially through a meditative state, it doesn't matter who around you doesn't see you or who around you doesn't get it because you get it inside. And through your meditative space, you can actually feel the connectiveness to everyone around you. We are a collective. We are a connected collective. Whoa. Connective, connected collective. Say that 10 times fast. And we're not alone. And so again, just remembering that that's an ego. When you feel that way along the journey, I'm alone. No one gets me. Like people think I'm crazy. Like, where's my people? We're here. We are totally here. You just have to move beyond that limitation, move beyond that mindset, and also know that you're not alone. Like the purest form of consciousness and spirituality is 
We are one. And so remembering that in those moments can make it a lot easier to navigate it, but also realizing that it's just an ego belief. And you'll probably find me on this podcast really talking a lot about the ego and subconscious and conscious. And that's because my background for the last four and a half years has been working and owning a personal development company specialized in mindset and helping really understand these. But that wisdom came through spirit through two decades, almost 20 years of spiritual information and wisdom and learning through that. So that's why I'm really keen on talking about it and introducing it on this podcast is because you can start to relate to it more on a human level. And that's what I really want to have happen on this podcast is for you to really see that those beliefs that you're holding to be true aren't real. And we need to, we need to look at them and we need to move around them, which I'm going to get into quickly here on the questions that I want to share with you on today's podcast. But just remember, you are not alone. You're not crazy. There's so many people waking up and they're everywhere and there's communities all over. You're in one right now on the, at the spiritual room. I mean, if you're not already part of the spiritual room, come join us. Check it out. We have monthly events. We have classes. We have offering, offerings. We're building out a community. We have an awesome blog post section. We have the podcast. We have so many things to help you not feel alone and to help you continue to expand. And also, we're, we really want to give you the tools to help you awaken the other people around you as well. But that really comes down to you you being grounded in your own awakening and recognizing that it has nothing to do with anybody else and recognizing that you're not alone. You're totally supported. You're supported more than any human could ever actually support you, but you have to turn your awareness on and you have to be able to see that. And so I wanted to share that with you guys today on my reflection from this dinner party, which was like, like not a normal dinner party or what society thinks isn't, but it is the new normal. The spiritual conversation is the new normal. You are and should be and will be finding yourself in more spiritual conversations at dinner parties or around friends because the world's awakening. And when you do that, you're going to find that there's a lot more people awaken and connected to you and get it than you think. But a lot of us are closet spiritual people and we're so afraid to talk about it for fear of judgment. And I used to be like that too, that we, we don't talk to people. So then we don't give ourselves the opportunity to see that there's lots of other people that are awake and that get it. But if you don't put yourself in that situation to understand that, again, your ego doesn't ever receive it and understand it. And so it thinks that it it doesn't exist and it's not real. But the more that you start talking to your friends and family about it, the more you might find that a lot more people are either curious or they're awakening or they've been awakened for a long time. There's just a lot of closet spiritual people. And I invite you now and I empower you to open the door and let yourself out because the world needs you. It needs to see your light in your soul. And there's a reason why you're here right now in this time of reincarnation. And it's important that you, you open the door and you get out of the closet. And I know personally, it can be a really hard experience. Me doing the contribution to the spiritual room was a big part of me opening up the door and saying, I'm willing to talk about the stuff that I've been afraid to talk about. And I think that no one's talking about, but everyone wants to know about it. And so I get it, but I do empower you to do it. And it, it's going to feel extremely scary, but lean into it because that's like the fun of it. That's the part of the spiritual evolution. So I said I was going to give you guys some questions and some reflections to ask yourself. Reflections are so important, especially as you navigate the human to the soul. And here they are. So the first question to ask yourself is, and these are questions you should be asking yourself like every quarter, like this, this isn't just like write it down once and that's it. Ask yourself these all the time. Am I surrounding myself with other awakened and awakening souls? Am I surrounding myself with other awakened and awakening souls? Are you putting in yourself putting yourself in a place to feel supported? That could be listening to this podcast, in which case, yes, I am. The answer could be no, in which case, what do you need to do to do that? The next question is, am I grounded in my meditation and spiritual practice? For a lot of people, the answer to this is no. A lot of people have honestly a bullshit spiritual practice. They say that they meditate and they say that they journal and they say that they connect to themselves and they practice mindfulness, but they don't. And so 
are you grounded in your meditation spiritual practice? And if you're not, how can you be? What do you need to be? If you want to be more rooted in a spiritual practice, check with the mindfulness playbook class at the spiritual room. It's all about teaching you how to create a spiritual practice rooted in mindfulness, which is meditation and journaling and forgiveness. And you can go ahead and check that out. But it's all about you being grounded in a spiritual practice, but also being consistent with it, which is a big part of it. The next question is, am I being proactive to get out ahead of my limitations and resistance? Am I being proactive to get out ahead of my limitations and resistance? If you follow Abraham Hicks, she talks a lot about resistance and getting out ahead of it. Ultimately, are you getting out ahead of the belief that you feel alone? Are you allowing yourself to sit into that place of no one gets it and I'm alone and I'm not seen? Or do you allow yourself a space to get out ahead of it? I am seen. People are excited. I am in conversations more and more. I'm meeting more people that are spiritually awakened. That would be being proactive to get out ahead of it. This could be a simple yes or no question. If the answer is no, what do you need to do to get proactive with it? The next question is, am I looking at the belief that I am alone and not seen? This is pretty much the same thing I just talked about in the previous one. But are you looking at a belief that I'm alone and not seen? From time, sometimes I still think I'm alone and not seen. And I have to remind myself, no, you are extremely seen and you're not alone because you're connected to every single person on planet Earth and beyond. So no, I am not. But sometimes you got to check in and ask yourself that. So am I looking at the belief that I'm alone and not seen? And the last question, which I think is a really powerful one, is do I have awareness on what I get to transcend next? What you might traditionally hear in society is, do I have awareness on what I get to heal or what I need to heal? I'm actually going to start to remove the word heal because one, we actually don't need to heal everything. We just have to have awareness around it and we have to shift the way we we perceive it. So are we healing it? Nah, sure. It's pretty societal term. So I'm going to change it to transcend. Do I have awareness on what I get to transcend next? Meaning, If you want to use it in the term of healing or limitation, do you have awareness on the belief that's holding you back? Do you have awareness on the misaligned spiritual practice? Do you have awareness on how you can improve your meditation? Do I have awareness on what I get to transcend next? And I don't encourage you to write down 20 million things to transcend because you're setting yourself up for failure as a human. Write down one thing. I could look at this right now and say, do I have awareness on what I get to transcend next? Yes, I do have awareness on what I get to transcend next. And what I get to transcend next is a more consistent and longer spiritual practice in the morning. That could be one that you want to do, for instance. Again, asking yourself these questions. So I'll repeat them one more time for you. One, am I surrounding myself with other awakened and awakening souls? Two, am I grounded in my meditation and spiritual practice? Three, am I being proactive to get out ahead of my limitations and resistance? Four, am I looking at the belief that I'm alone and not seen? And five, do I have awareness on what I get to transcend next? So spend some time, ask yourself these questions. It doesn't matter if you're at the beginning of your spiritual journey or you're a seasoned soul. These questions are going to serve you regardless. It doesn't matter if you're male, female, if you're young or old, it does not matter. These are the kind of questions that if you keep asking yourself, you'll find yourself actually creating a new reality and putting yourself and the universe putting you more so in a situation of like-minded people and people who truly get it and people who are awakened to this information and people who want to support you and love you and see you transcend and evolve into the highest aspect of your soul as we navigate into this new earth and in this new age. Thanks for listening to The Spiritual Show with me today. I hope you enjoyed today's show where we were discussing how lonely and isolated the spiritual journey can be or the perception of that anyways. Join us on our next episode where we will be discussing setting yourself up for the 2022 year And what are the top three things you should be thinking about and incorporating as we move into this new year, into the new age, and the new earth? 
As always, you can head to thespiritualroom.co to sign up for the weekly spiritual communication email, as well check out the links and resources we have in today's show notes. That's all for today's episode. See you in the next one. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at thespiritualroom.co and on the blog at thespiritualroom.co forward slash blog. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.